What's up, everybody? This is Justin Flinter coming to you live from Northern Virginia with the Justin Flinter Podcast by My Mentor Medicine. I hope you're all doing well during this very difficult time. Many of you being stuck at home, I know you're going stir-crazy. Your kids probably driving you up the wall. They're not sure what to do. You're not sure what to do. You have your own things to do. Uh, maybe you were told to stay home from work and now uh, you no longer have the money coming in to support your family. Uh, maybe you are fortunate enough to be at home, working from home, still making money to be able to support your family. Uh, your kids may be out of school for a long period of time uh, and they don't have any work to do at home, so you have to develop a new routine. Everyone's life has been just literally thrown up in the air. We don't really know what is going on. We don't know what to expect. We're trying to search for answers, especially healthcare workers. They have very little guidance here in this country. They're trying to get as much guidance as they can. Uh, they're looking to their local leaders rather than to their national leaders because things happen so slowly from the top down. And we're all doing our best. We're all doing our best sitting at home. It can be difficult to just sit. And it's interesting because uh, it tells us something when I'm in a room with a patient and they have a difficult time sitting. That tells me something about their character. When my children have a difficult time sitting, it tells me something about what they want to do instead of what I'm asking them to do. It is a challenge for all of us. And in this podcast, I want to remind you that we should not focus on all of the negativity. I know that's just a, 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 a phrase that's just iterated over and over and over by a lot of people, especially right now in this difficult time. Many people are creating distractions. Many people are trying to force you to think about something else so that you don't focus on what's going on in the world around you. But the reality is people are dying. People are sick. And people are out there trying to save lives. And as an acupuncturist who is not on the front lines because I don't have any tools to work with the coronavirus, and even if I did, I don't think there would be any stronger than what is available right now. The best thing that all of us can do is just stay inside, listen to the orders uh, that have been given to us, because that's essentially what is happening right now. The leaders of our country here in the United States are telling us that this is... Uh, equatable to a war. They're saying we are at war. Of course, life is a little easier when we don't think of it as a conflict. We start to look at it as a way to come together. So once we move past that word, war, and start to focus on care, that's why we are here right now, staying at home. That's why doctors and nurses are going out on probably some of the longest shifts of their lives, caring for the most number of people in a short period of time that they have ever done in their entire careers. They have been called to the front line. We have been called to stay home. We have been called to duty. And when you are called to duty, it is your responsibility to obey that order. And if your duty requires you to stay at home and stay on your sofa, then that is exactly where you should be. 
It can be challenging though in this sense. And when you're forced to sit still, physically, your mind begins to move. Your mind can start to take things over. This is the what if conversation that starts. What if something horrible happens? What if I get the virus? What if my neighbor has the virus? What if I go to the store and I run into somebody who is coughing? What if someone is coughing uh, on all of the stuff at the store and then I go to the store and buy it and then I bring it home and I give it to everybody? What if, what if, what if? The what if conversations need to be very limited in your life right now. How do you do that? You direct your attention to exactly what you need. You take care of it, complete it, and you move on to the next thing. If you have to go to the store, for example, you get in your car, you have everything prepared, your list, all of your protective equipment. You go into the store, buy exactly what you need, come directly out to your vehicle. If someone is coughing in the store, you do your best to stay your distance. You come back home and you go on with your life. Life is simple, and so is death. But I'm not here to talk to you about death right now. I'm here to talk to you about how to live your life in an unusual time. This is unprecedented. We had no idea this was coming before December. We had no idea what was going to happen to our lives, that it was gonna be completely flipped upside down. We had no clue. And now, everything you hear about, everything you read about, everything you watch is coronavirus related. And that's one of the reasons I put together the morning Tai Chi is to give people something to focus on that is not connected to all of the suffering going on in the world. To give a chance for you to focus on yourself at least for 30 minutes in the morning. That's it. Nourish yourself. If you're going stir-crazy, be thankful. Be thankful that you are not on the front lines wondering when your next mask will be available, wondering when the person dying in front of you will have the ventilator that they need, the tanks full of oxygen that will help them to breathe. Be thankful that you can stay at home and be with your family and not under quarantine. Be thankful that you have been called to duty to literally sit on your couch. Those of you who are going out into the world and enjoying nature, uh, and like in DC, people are going out and enjoying the cherry blossoms, please stop doing that. Nature will be there when all this is over. Nature will continue to move, will continue to thrive without us you can continue to do that. If you need limited exposure to go outside, go into your backyard. If you go for a short walk to take your dog out, make sure you do it in a quick manner. Don't give in to the what if, or even worse, don't give in to the it'll be okay. I'll just go out for a short time. These decisions to go off and live carelessly are ultimately hurting other individuals. We have all been called to duty. We have been called to duty to stay at home, to do social distancing, to sit on our sofa for as long as is needed. We have been called to be good citizens who stay away from 
other citizens. We have been called to only go to the store when you absolutely need to. We have been called not to go to the store between certain time periods to protect the elderly. We have been called to change our lives. All of our lives right now are completely changed. There are people who are resisting this by continuing to go outside and do the things that they love to do. To go outside and read a book, to sit on a bench, take their pet for a walk, which in some cases of course is necessary, but in how they're doing that is questionable. We have been called to care. The leaders of our country are saying that we have been called to war. That may be one way to look at things. I think that it's better for us to look at it in a way that says that we have been called to care. We've been called to care for the people around us that are the closest to us, our family, immediate family. We have been called to care for our neighbors. We have been called to care for those who are healthy. We have been called to care for those who are sick and dying. We have been called to care for those who care, the healthcare workers who are in fact on the front lines, who are working some of the longest shifts of their lives, who are seeing some of the most suffering that they will ever see in their entire lives. To try to figure out ways to be creative, to uh, put a hospital bed here or there, or what can we use as a mask? Can we ask the communities around us to uh, sew masks for us? Can we call upon companies to donate some of what they have so that we can continue to provide the care that is needed? We have been called to duty. A perfect example of being called to duty is South Korea. I don't mean to use this example all the time, but it's inevitable right now because they are showing the best example. They are the best example right now. If you have watched how quickly the people of South Korea came together to care for their people, to develop these drive-through lines where 10,000 people a day can be tested, and tested not in a 48 to 72 hour period, tested within a very, very short period of time compared to that. Why is it taking so long here? There are many questions that we have to ask. Why is it taking so long? Why don't we have enough supplies? What is going on? Why are so many people sick? Uh, why aren't people listening and going out and getting other people sick when they think that they're asymptomatic? There are a lot of questions, and this can drive us to dark places, dark emotions. It can drive us to hatred, separation. It can drive us to give up. But we cannot do that. We must continue to care. We must not continuously chastise people for going outside and trying to just get a little peace in their life, to trying to say, I just need to be in nature for a short period of time. We all have that urge right now. Who doesn't want to go outside? Who doesn't want to, you know, rush off to the store or go to a local restaurant and enjoy that delicious meal? Nobody wants to stay indoors and be boarded up, especially those who are trying to make a living off of the services that are provided 
by a company who has been forced to close. How do you move on with your life when you've been told not to? That is a major question right now. How do you move on with your life when you have been told not to? Yes, in this situation, you can think, no one can tell me what to do. I'm going to continue doing what I love to do, what I need to do. But you've been called to duty. As in South Korea, people were called to duty. They came together. Every time they've gone through a crisis, financial crisis, health crisis, they came together as a people, one people. They came together to support those who are healthy, those who are sick, those who are dying. They worked together quickly. If you know a Korean person in your life right now, you probably know the word pali. Pali, pali. Quickly, quickly, fast, fast. Their method of thinking is quick. Their method of doing is even quicker. They get things done. That is their culture. That is how they live. That is how they function as one people. It is not an expectation. Here is an expectation that you are called to duty, that you stay at home. For them, it is a must. They understand that they should not go out. Of course, I'm sure there are some people who are just going out anyways and doing things, and, and it's happening all over the world right now. In Italy, in Korea, in China, people are, some people are being forced to go back into their homes. The, the leaders of their uh, their counties, their, uh, uh, I don't know how some of these other countries are designed, but the leaders of those regions within those countries are being forced to uh, yell and scream at these people saying, stay inside, why are you coming out? You're not listening to orders for the safety of everyone. Please stay inside. Some people are literally being dragged away because they're either not wearing a mask or they have come out. They're being yelled at, they're being screamed at because they're not realizing what duty they have been called to. We must honor the fact that we are all in this together to care for each other by being called to stay at home. And for all of the healthcare providers who are out there, they need our help. How can we help them? By doing nothing. That sounds crazy. By doing nothing. And that means staying in your house. Stay in your house. Live your life from within those four walls. You can do it. We all can do it. The moment you're stir crazy, just go out on your back porch. Tell the rest of your family, I need 30 minutes alone. Please, give everybody in your house 30 minutes alone or more if you need it. Be creative. Be creative. Find ways to continue your life within the four walls that somehow resembles the life that you had before all of this started. We can all do this together because we have all 
been called to care. To care for your neighbor, to care for your family, to care for the healthy, to care for the sick, to care for everyone. And you are still connected. Technology has given you that gift. You're able to listen to this podcast. You are able to watch the videos that you want. You are able to stay connected to your families and friends, FaceTime, phone calls, text messages, group chats. Anything that you want to do is available online. You can order things to your home, but even in doing so, you're calling someone else to go out into the world to send something to your house and ultimately putting them at risk. They are scared as well, but they have to continue to work. At least they've been told to work or they feel that they have to work. Everyone is in a different and unique situation right now. We must honor that and we must care for each other. So, your duty right now if you are not a healthcare worker and you are not on the front lines, your duty is to do absolutely nothing. Stay home. Stay home. Stay on your sofa. Read that cookbook that you haven't read for a while and make something interesting. Make something new. Try to bring a little bit more happiness into your house. Don't focus on the news so much. <clears throat> Don't focus on all the negativity that is currently existing out there. Every piece of news is about the coronavirus. Even my children have asked me, what is the coronavirus? We have that discussion many times. Why is everything about the coronavirus? We've talked about that several times. When will I go back to school? I've talked about that several times. When can we go on vacation? When can we go outside? Can we go to the playground? We've talked about that numerous times. And it hasn't even been a full two weeks yet. Everyone is unsure of what will happen next. But we are absolutely sure that our duty is to stay at home. So, if you don't have anything else to do, I hope that you started with this podcast. You can listen to any of the other podcasts I've recorded. You can watch the Tai Chi series every morning. You can watch it all day if you want to catch up on the lessons and uh, learn the first form that we've been doing over the past week. If you have nothing else better to do, find something you love to do. Find that book, that journal, that music CD. Yes, I said CD. For those of you who don't know what CDs are, you can look it up, Google it. Find a thing that you know will bring you some peace in your life or excitement, whatever it is that you need in this moment. Find that while you're on call for duty, while you have been called to duty. And I also highly recommend that if there is any way that you can give a part of your effort, a part of your skill set, to the healthcare community that you do so without leaving your home if at all possible if you have a storage full of masks or hand sanitizers if you are one of the people who has gone out and bought all of this stuff ahead of time please 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 
donate these things to the healthcare workers, to the front lines, for people who need them the most at this time. If you are able to sew, I am not able to sew. I'm sure I could learn. It's probably a skill I could do, but right now I want to help keep everyone connected and calm and finding ways to live their life as it is. If you have been called to donate that skill set, as I mentioned, sewing, if you can do that, then find a way, find a, uh, there's several videos out there right now on how to sew masks. Do that for the healthcare workers right now. Even if you make two or three, or if you're really good, if you make 20 or 30 or 100 or 500, do that for them. So let me close by once again saying that you have been called to duty to stay at home. Please stay at home. Do not go off and wander around out in nature. Don't go out to the national parks. Don't come to D.C. and view the cherry blossoms. They are beautiful, but do not go there. Stay at home. Protect yourself. Protect the people around you. And make sure that the front lines are not having to do more work because of the one walk that you took that has now infected 10, 20, 30 people. Please remember that we are all in this together. Some may say we are at war, but I believe that we have been called to care. So please care for everyone around you. Please care for the people in your home, your neighbors, the people that you don't even know when you go to the store. Please care for them. And just as the South Koreans have done it so well, it is our turn. It is our turn to care. It is our turn to come together as one people. I'm Justin Flinner, and this is the Justin Flinner Podcast. I thank you for listening, and I wish you all the very best. Stay healthy, stay happy, and stay home. This podcast is brought to you by MyMentor Medicine, an organization that is dedicated to helping people improve their lives by learning to empower themselves and take control of their own life. Any form of reproduction or distribution of this podcast is strictly prohibited. Should you have any questions on using this podcast or information that is contained within this podcast, please write to info at mymetromedicine.com.